0: Welcome to the Mom Tuition Podcast, where I help ambitious moms tap into their intuition, find their purpose, and live their best life. I'm your host, Katie. Join me each week as we dive into career, business, self-development, and personal growth. Learn how to trust your inner voice, build confidence, and create a fulfilling career aligned with your values. Get inspired by successful moms and experts who have been in your shoes. This is your weekly dose of motivation and practical tips to unlock your true potential. Let's dive in. Hey moms, what's up? And welcome back to the Mom Tuition Podcast. So excited to have you here with me today. If you have been following along on my podcast journey, I recently shared on my personal Instagram page a poll asking you all to vote on what the next solo podcast topic should be about. And there were two leading winners, but the ultimate winner was letting go and trusting your intuition. So today I have some tips on that. But first I just wanna share the classic scenario of things just being out of our control as parents. So last night for dinner, my husband Grayson and I were sitting down at the, at the dining room table, kitchen table, and I had made salmon, made a salad, and Grayson, is always interested in our salad but every time he tries lettuce he spits it out so I put cut up avocado and blueberries on his plate in addition to the salmon and Grayson loves salmon absolutely loves it and last night he ate his meal so fast and all of it and usually he is pretty good at recognizing when he's full and just stepping away and I don't know if he just really really liked the taste of the food last night or if he was starving but he ate so fast and all of it but then immediately said mommy tummy hurts and I kind of was thinking okay he just ate he's probably just really full and not feeling great because he ate too much so two hours later we're getting ready for bedtime um he actually early on said tired mommy night night and so my husband and i we were like okay it's a little early for bedtime but if you're telling us you're tired, you're tired. So we started getting ready for bed and we were lying down and Grayson sleeps between my husband and I and we're all cuddling and Grayson's getting comfortable. And he then is, as he typically does, staring off into space and, but I was feeling his forehead just, something intuitively fell off. And even my husband said, Grayson, are you just staring off into space? And he was like, yeah, and he just kept staring and staring and his forehead felt warm, but not feverish. So I was like, maybe he's just warm and he's taking his time falling asleep. And then all of a sudden he kind of gets that like gagging sensation and and we can hear it and all of a sudden he just throws up all over his pillow, my pillow, our bed and it's 830 at night and now at this point and we're just like oh my gosh quickly moved him into the bathroom, got him undressed, had him near the toilet if he had any more throw up, got him in the shower. And, you know, we throw the sheets in the laundry, get the, I remake the bed, we do all the things. And old me, when I say old, I just mean like I'm shedding this layer of myself, which is why it is so perfect that it aligned with today's solo episode. Old me would have started Googling. I would have been asking so many questions. Is it food poisoning? Does he have the flu? What's going on? And, but my gut was just saying, this kid ate too much. And when you're standing around, you can kind of, you know, if you've ever been nauseous or felt like you're going to throw up before, there's this feeling and you, you can fight it. You can fight it. You can fight it. And then eventually there's a no turning back point. And I feel like for him, he was fighting it. And then it got to the point because we took a shower after dinner. I mean, we did all the things. and But I think once he relaxed, once he, once he was lying down flat, he couldn't fight it anymore. And boom, it was like, okay, game on his body said but nothing else happened after that that he went to sleep at 9 um and he slept great and hasn't thrown up since and so again in the past i would be searching for an answer like i needed to know as if as if knowing the answer was going to provide some type of clarity or confidence or relief maybe for myself and this this is why it's so perfect letting go feels so good it's scary at first because for some of us especially myself we just crave certainty we crave to know answers I, for one, find so much joy, I guess you could say, in in answers. I love knowing. and And I'm a curious being who loves learning in particular. But to me, with being a mom, it's almost been detrimental. And wow, do things not go to plan. I mean, not only did his bedtime not go to plan or... Um, you know, obviously we had all this laundry to do and then he slept in later than usual. And so my whole plan to, uh, you know, get going early and try to get out the door the second our nanny got there and just all went out the window. And it's one of those things that becoming a parent is so much of it. Is about letting go and trusting your intuition so with that story here are seven tips for letting go and trusting your intuition and actually before i dive in to this episode i have one spot left for a case study i'm doing with working moms i'm looking for a highly highly committed moms that are looking from going from feeling overwhelmed to feeling lighter. And I'm so excited to be helping moms in the working mom community because we need each other. And there's just so much we can do to help you feel lighter and start loving your life again and get out of this space of feeling overwhelmed and heavy. So if you're interested in participating in this case study, please email me. My email will be in the show notes. It's katieatthemomtuition.com. So super simple. And I'd love to hear from you if you're interested. Okay. And with that, we're going to dive in. Seven tips for letting go and trusting your intuition. Okay. Tip one stop searching for the answer the answer is within you and i love this first tip because this is exactly what happened with last night i didn't need to look for the answer because ultimately the answer i was looking for was the answer i already knew i wanted the internet to tell me that he was just full and if you are that full As a two-year-old, you can potentially throw up. So knowing this and now being able to step back and pause and recognize that the answer that I'm looking for is really the answer I already know. So when you find yourself looking for the answer, check in with yourself. See if you are looking for a particular answer if so then that is your gut talking to you and you are looking to just be validated which is i know exactly what has been happening to me ever since i became a mom is it okay if my child sleeps for three hours takes a nap for three hours this is back when he was napping like five six hours a day do i have to cap a nap i already knew what i wanted to do i knew the answer and you know it was the same with food or it's the same with when he's sick or with any developmental milestones or anything most of the time I already had an answer that I was looking to the internet for to just validate it and let me tell you you don't need to be validated because there are a thousand different ways to do things you know yourself you know your family you know your kid you, you know your career, you know your boss, if you have one, you know your coworkers, if you have them, like you know. So start trusting yourself. Okay, tip number two, take five deep breaths. Now this is huge because by taking a pause and creating space for ourselves, we can allow the reactivity that we are feeling to dissipate. We can remove that feeling and make room and space for a more grounded feeling to come through. And it's seriously those 5 deep breaths that can be a game changer. Otherwise, when we're looking for answers or we're feeling out of control or overwhelmed, we we go into spiraling often we become reactive with everything everything feels out of control but it's our emotions that are driving that feeling of being out of control so when we can take five deep breaths as hard as that is i know it's easier said than done but try it take five deep breaths and just see what happens did The feeling of overwhelm, did of urgency, of reactivity dissipate? And now are you allowing your intuition to come through? How do you feel now? That's really important to recognize that difference between how you felt before the five deep breaths and after. And it doesn't have to be serious. Just take five deep breaths. Tip number three let yourself daydream. So I love this because for me, what that can look like is focusing on the positive. When I think of daydreaming, I think of a feeling of ease, a feeling of lightness and positivity and what I want to create in this world. And Sometimes the best thing to do is just let your mind wander and see where your mind wanders to. Intuition isn't just in problem solving, it's also in dreams and goals. And when we release the desire to control our thoughts and we let ourselves daydream, we find ourselves in a place of feeling good and what we want to create in this life and how we want to feel and it can reveal your innermost feelings those intuitive feelings maybe for you you're in a place of feeling stuck with with fitness goals and maybe it is trying thinking about what would feel good Maybe you've been wanting to try something new. And when you just think about what would make you happy and what would feel good, suddenly you see yourself, I don't know, hiking a mountain or something. And so letting yourself daydream can bring in those thoughts of where do you want to go next and allowing your intuition to guide you. Tip number four. Allow yourself to feel. It is so easy to resist feelings that are uncomfortable, or maybe even feelings that should be comfortable are suddenly uncomfortable. And so just sitting in a space and allowing ourselves to feel and see what your mind and body are saying to you. See if you're feeling excited excited about something or maybe you're feeling sad about something. When we let feelings be and allow them into our world without judging, without criticizing, again, easier said than done. But when we really do try to let go, allow for space for the feeling, it makes way for the authentic feelings to come through. If we feel angry, pause, feel that anger, see what comes up for you. Where is it truly coming from? This happens to me more often than I care to admit that I start in a place of, I have a feeling and I wanna rationalize the feeling. So I'm rationalizing, rationalizing, but in that place of rationalizing and trying to figure it all out, when I let go and I just allow myself to feel, suddenly I can go deeper. And really listen to my intuition to see where that feeling is coming from. And again, sometimes feelings are just feelings. And I mean, we're feeling all the time. We're human beings. But there are those moments of overwhelm. And that's what this is really about, right? That letting go and trusting your intuition. So when in those moments where you're feeling like you're holding on really tight or you are wanting to control the outcome or the experience or the in the moment or you're trying to control in a protective way or whatever it is that's coming out for you. Try to let go and just without judging, without trying to control, just what are you feeling and just stop there. Now a lot of people say journal. I can't seem to get pen to paper very easily. So actually what I have found is one of the easiest ways for me to allow myself to feel without judging or criticizing is actually to talk it out. So I will turn on my memos. I will record a memo on my iPhone and I will just let myself talk. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I have no goal. I have no point I'm trying to make to myself. I will just talk and talk and talk. And then all of a sudden, there will be an aha moment for myself. And I will just all of a sudden realize where a feeling was coming from. And so I highly recommend that sometimes we just need to be in the moment. You know, there's so, I feel a lot of times there's so much pressure to do things a certain way. Oh, journaling is so good for you. Meditation is so good for you. Yes, we know all these things, but there isn't a right or wrong way per se to do these. Some people do better with, again, I learned that I am really good at verbal journaling versus written journaling. It comes more easily to me. Just words and thoughts flow for me in that way. And my pen usually can't keep up with my thoughts. So allow yourself to feel. Maybe pause, sit in that feeling, maybe talk it out. And if journaling does speak to you, go ahead and journal whatever feels good to you. Tip number five try new things. Okay. This is one of my favorites because whenever I think about changing energy and actually there is a, uh, there's a guy that I used to listen to. I've subscribed to a few of his, uh, products. Um, his name is the angry therapist. He's on Instagram. I'll put him in the show notes. I highly recommend him. He's kind of a no BS type of person and he has a podcast. But early, early on, he did this like texting. Uh, You could subscribe to texts and every Friday he would send this PDF doc and it was so amazing. There was so much amazing work that I did through uh, his products. So highly, highly recommend. But... One of the things that I remember learning from him was that when we want to change the energy, the best thing to do is to change it through action because new action creates new energy. So what often happens is we try to stay in the same state or place that we are in, but we're going to never clear the way without moving the energy out of there, right? So when we try new things, we invite new energy in and an opportunity to move stale energy out. When we do this, we allow space. Again, so much about creating space. We now can allow there to be some space to get more clear on what feels good and what we want to create in our world. This can be as simple as walking a different route on your usual daily walk, trying out a new hobby. My favorite of this is personal example here. Okay, so I love, so my mom was a high school Spanish teacher and I just love Latin music. I love reggaeton, I love, I just love, Latin music. And I wanted to, I love salsa dancing. I I don't just like listening to Latin music. I love dancing to it. And so I love salsa dancing. And anytime I traveled to a Spanish speaking country, there always was dancing involved. And so when I one time was kind of exploring new things to do or ways you know, ways to do other things other than just running and triathlon and career, I signed up for a salsa dancing class. And I was like, okay, this is going to be so cool. I can't wait. And of course, I had all these ideas of what my experience was going to be like. And although I really enjoy salsa dancing, the class did not light me up. And so I realized I would just save the salsa dancing to when I visited Latin American clubs. But ultimately, what also by trying new things teaches us is it also teaches us what we don't like, what doesn't feel good, what we don't want to create, or maybe if something isn't aligned or doesn't make sense. And this... This is so true for so many things. I mean, take kids, for example. We're constantly exposing our kids to new things. And sometimes they like them. Like, you know, Grayson really gravitates to nature and the outdoors. And I mean, we went to Trader Joe's yesterday and he saw a rock in the parking lot. And he just started climbing it and jumping off of it and was having the best time. And now... Another kid might have a totally different experience and never even see the rock. And the point is, is that when we try new things, we really can tap into our intuition. We can let go of, again, this idea, this thought that we know what we like. We know what we want. But sometimes what we think we know is just what we've been telling ourselves. It's just a story. And so when you're craving, when you're feeling like energy is stale, if you're feeling like you are feeling stale or overwhelmed or you're in a place of negative emotion or low a low vibe state, try something new. See what happens. Do you get into a high vibe state? or maybe it does nothing for you, like salsa dancing did for me. But then I knew, and I'm so glad I tried it because I wouldn't have known that a salsa dancing class is not exactly the same as going to a Latin American club and salsa dancing. So try something new, you never know how it's gonna turn out, and, and move that energy, move new energy in, And move stale energy out one other thing on this is I feel like this works really well with conversations that are tough or challenging and toddlers are a great way to experience this because tantrums okay when my child is having a tantrum or a meltdown distracting him is the greatest tool for our kid he can move through a tantrum by just me distracting him with something new so easily and it's crazy how fast inviting that new energy in and moving the yucky energy out how fast that changes and it's it's so true for adults if we are feeling yucky about a conversation, an experience, or maybe it's deeper than that, maybe it is your career, a relationship, a friendship, uh, but whatever it is, think about that. How can you step away from the conversation, step away from whatever is making you feel yucky, and move out of that energetic space and bring new energy in? And again, see what happens because as much as I want to go back to my salsa dancing full circle, I had a gut feeling that I wasn't going to like it. I did. I was like, I think this is going to be weird and awkward and a bunch of strangers and it was kind of like musical chairs and it was... It just like didn't feel good at the end of the day. And I had a feeling going on. I wasn't trying to project or predict. It was just I had this gut feeling that it probably wasn't going to be the same as being in Panama or Spain or something and having uh, that, you know, discoteca experience, if you will. So... A lot of times what also happens is trying new things confirms something that we feel in our intuition. And maybe that is, oh my goodness, I've always wanted to try to do a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon. And you haven't done it. But then... You choose to do it. And all of a sudden, it's bringing about new relationships, new energy, and you feel good. Or maybe you do a 5K and you are like, that was great. Check it off my bucket list. I would like to do kickboxing class. That makes me feel good. And you're like, great. I tried it. But again, it gives us, by trying new things, it gives us clarity. And that's the ultimate lesson from this tip. Okay, tip number six, pay attention to serendipity. So the definition of serendipity, the occurrence and development of events by chance in a happier, beneficial way. I'm a huge believer in things happening for a reason. And Nothing else makes sense to me. I think there are just these moments in life where we just have serendipitous moments and we're like, this is happening for a reason. And I believe the universe is sending us messages and whether we create the messages or they are sent to us, however you want to look at it. But be open to these moments and experiences. And I truly believe that when we recognize a serendipitous moment, That is our intuition. We have this gut feeling about that experience. And they can reveal opportunities or lessons to us. And suddenly we have these aha moments that come from them. Whether it's gratitude or a brilliant idea or a feeling of connection or something else. But there are these occurrences in life. Where they're inexplainable. You cannot explain it. And you know, to me, the best version of this I can give is my first date with my husband. So this is a a longer story for another day, but the short, long and short of it is when we we met on Tinder. And we both are tri- were triathletes, and we swam at the same pool, we biked the same roads, we ran the same trails, and we lived less than a mile from each other. So we went to the same grocery stores, and, but we never crossed paths. And then I, we, we schedule this date, and I meet him at a local restaurant. And I remember him standing outside and he was dressed all in black and he had this man bun. And I just remember thinking, wow, I I thought this guy isn't my type, but he's my type. And we go into the restaurant and it was like 6 p.m. And before I knew it, we were the last ones in the restaurant. It was 2 a.m. And the whole time we were chatting, I had this feeling inside of me that was like something I'd never felt before. And I just had this feeling that this guy was the one for me. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is happening for a reason. Like we met on Tinder for a reason. The universe was like, you aren't meeting out in the real world So I'm going to push you two together and this is, this is your serendipitous moment. And I, I, it was love at first sight. I, honest to goodness, knew he was the one and now we've been married for almost four years and been together for eight and we have a baby boy and another one on the way and I... I can't explain that serendipitous moment enough. And part of me could have resisted it. I could have been like, it's too fast, it's too soon. Or thought of a million reasons to not let that feeling of this is happening for a reason into my world. And it has taken me on the most beautiful path in my life, and I couldn't be more grateful to have followed that message that the universe gave me because he is just a beautiful human and a beautiful soul. Okay, tip number seven, my final tip, check in with your body. Our physical body gives us so much feedback. And we can literally feel stress in different parts of our body. It's like when you have a feeling of butterflies in your stomach or maybe you feel maybe your shoulders are really tense and you're hugging your shoulders to your ears because you're stressed about something or maybe you have a headache or maybe your body you feel light and free and like you can do anything, but our body has a physical response to our feelings. So when we do a body scan, we can feel where we're tense. We can feel where we're light. And I don't mean you have to do like a meditation type of body scan. I think those are beneficial, but I think when you are again in those moments where you are feeling out of control, or you are feeling stressed, or you are wanting to tap into your intuition. Do a body scan. Try to see where you can feel tense, where you feel light. What is your overall feeling? Are you feeling heavy? Are you feeling light? And again, you you can meditate if this feels good to you, possibly a guided meditation to help you visualize what is holding you back and what you want to propel you forward and but allow yourself to feel in your physical body and see you see what comes up for you and where that leads you. I think you know this happens. I think sometimes where our bodies we aren't listening to our bodies and all of a sudden it gives you feedback and you can't ignore it I think this happens a lot of time with becoming sick we might be running or all of a sudden just you cannot keep your eyes open and this happens to me sometimes Uh, I Will be going, 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 and I'm. I just can't stop. The adrenaline is flowing, and then all of a sudden, my body is like, "Boom!" You need to rest, and then I'm taking naps. I'm sleeping for ten hours a night. Currently, I'm just pregnant, so that's the reality. But you know, our bodies speak to us, and that's same with injuries or things of that nature especially overuse injuries it's it, it's giving us a message so again tapping into your intuition what what is that message what is your body trying to tell you maybe it is to slow down which i think it often is whether that be some type of overuse injury sleep or illness but That is one of the clearest signals that our body can give. But it also can be on the flip side of that, right? All of a sudden, we feel light. We feel free. We feel excited. We feel this, like we're walking on clouds. That is also your intuition saying you're on the right path. Whatever you are doing is working for you. So let go. Check in with your body and see what it's telling you. And with that, I hope that you got a lot out of these seven tips. I will review them real quick. Um, So tip number one, stop searching for the answer. The answer is within you. Tip number two, take five deep breaths. Three, let yourself daydream. Four, allow yourself to feel. Five, try new things. Six, Pay attention to serendipity. Seven, check in with your body. I would love to hear what you thought of this podcast episode. Please DM me at the mom tuition. I would love to hear from you. And if you are really enjoying this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you would rate and review the podcast, whether that be on Apple or Spotify, wherever you listen. But I really want to connect with more working moms, and I want to build a community where we can help each other go from overwhelm to feeling light. And so by rating and reviewing the podcast, you help me reach more listeners, and that would mean so, so much to me. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to chatting with you all next week.